Warning, the following program may contain views and opinions that are entirely uninformed and are not to be taken to heart. So don't start, it's only art. Please apply now a thick layer of sarcasm protection cream to the insides of your ear canals. Deep chats do not intend to offend, merely pretend until the very end. There needs to come a point where I just stop analysing and start living? Yeah. Boobs. When, when you the House of down. Parliament is, is, is pretty packed and there's a hot button topic, there is no better soap opera. Yeah, are you are you happy with coming on a female's face? The more time that that leaves you, all of a sudden time becomes more precious. Why, why did it, why did I spend that those two minutes thinking about my hair? Because yeah. now an extra two minutes with my granddaughters would be the world to me. Yeah. My mate's got Twitter on his fridge. Has he? The fuck are you checking Twitter on your fridge for, you dickhead? Uni is quite an easy option, mm. so I'm just going to do that because I know my friends have done it. I know I'm probably capable of doing yeah. it. Right, I just I, like I just need to get out of the situation that I am in right yeah. now, where I'm just wasting away. If I hadn't met you, <sighs> I would have dropped out first year. And then you take so much of one thing that you wake up the next morning and and you're paralysed until 2 p.m. And the only way that you think you're going to make yourself feel any better is if you smoke a couple of joints. Got a banana with me right now, which I've just dropped banana on the floor. floor. Oh. Furry banana. That's two times in two days now I've watched you fur up a banana on the carpet. And I, I don't just want a, a casual sorry, like, what the fuck? Yeah. I remember smoking DMT once, and I was confronted with an overwhelming sense of... Um, welcome to the first uh, Deep Chats podcast. Um, most of the people that are listening to this probably listen to the radio show, um, but we're now doing a podcast. Chris is just walking through the door um, and putting on his headphones ready for the podcast. Hello. Um, this is how informal it's going to be, this podcast. It's going to be much more relaxed than the radio show, and, we, and because of that, we can go further into topics yeah. and we can actually do deep chats instead of attempting to do deep chats yeah and just being a bit silly and wacky yeah but i mean we can talk about whatever we want yeah that um, sounds good but yes yeah, sorry this this new format of the podcast um is is not just going to be me and chris um i'm going to spearhead it a little bit more and do um interviews with with different people but chris is going to come every so often like a joey diaz type character yeah. to joe rogan but but a bit, this is going to be better than Joe Rogan. In better shape than Joey Diaz as well, I hope. I mean, we'll see how it goes um, yeah. in the next few years of our relationship because, Chris, you know, I feel like you're an extremist. You're either going to be the fittest man on the planet, like just working out all the time, or you may be Joey Diaz. Well, yeah. What do you think about that? that? I think that is very true. Um, I do need to make a lot of changes to myself, like the way I, I've started running. You've got, you've introduced me into running yeah. every morning. I haven't this morning. Um, just woke up feeling like a bag of crap, really. Yeah, you can't you can't do it every morning though, because you your joints just wouldn't have it. Yeah, that's the but that Wednesdays and the weekends I'm taking off. Mm. But uh, no, sorry, Thursdays and the weekends I don't run because mm. we got the nine o'clock start. But this is as boring. No one wants to know about our university timetables. But as far as health-wise, I mean, the smoking's got to stop soon, as you yeah. can hear on my voice. Um, the drinking. It's because it's, I'm not a big drinker, but when I do go and drink, I, 
you go for it. Go for it. Why, why do you think you go for it instead of going at that sort of third pint area, going, mm, you know what, I'm, I'm happy at three pints? Uh, I think it's just the way that I've... Because maybe when I first started drinking, when I was like... Um, when I was in my, my teenage years, mm. it was very much a mentality of someone's got an empty house for the night and you will just buy like a three litre mm. bottle of Frosty Jack or White Ace or something like that. And you would just hammer it and, and you would just aim, drink and drink. And the, the aim yeah. is to just black out and make a, make a dick of yourself. And that's the which reason I've managed why, to do consistently. And that's the reason why you get all your mates together to hit that aim. And yeah. it's also partly like, it's a camaraderie there as well. Yeah. There's and, a lot of release of pent up sort of sexual stuff at those house parties I remember as a kid because that was the time when everyone was out, out of school and there's people that you wouldn't see outside of school and they're just in this house so there would just be loads of drinking and then everyone would just end up getting the kit off and there'd just be people dotted around the house. Just... Whoa, 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 what sort of house parties are you going to? Oh, this was like every house party. Wait, 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 okay. So, so talk to me about the first time you went to a house party. Do you remember the first time? <sighs> the first time? No, I sort of remember... There was a very long stretch when I when it was when I remember when it first became a regularity. I couldn't mm. tell you when my first ever house party was, but I remember when we were, f I think I might have just turned fifteen, mm. and there's a little village near my place called Barnborough, mm. and we go up there every weekend because this girl's mum was just cool with it, or she like wasn't in, um, and we used to just go up and just get absolutely trashed, and there was a lot of sort of uh, sexual experimentation in my. Mm. Uh, um, a lot of girls were sort of toying with with, be, with being gay. So yeah. it would be a case where wow. one of them already was sort of out of the closet and, uh, and is now transgender. Yeah. Um, but I just remember there was just a, a long line of girls that were just would drink just so they could get the kit off and just get off with each so, other. So would you would you trash the house? Would would no. it be that styly or would it be how many people are we talking that that when it becomes regular at peak times? It's it's like ten people. Ten people. Ten, 11 so it's people. more of a gathering. It's not a house trashing thing, but yeah. it it was like a, certainly for us at that time, not having prior experience of anything like that, it was it was definitely a party. It felt like a party. Um Never, I was no, I was always respect. Well, I wasn't respectful of people's houses. Yeah, I didn't trash it, yeah. but I was just a messy, awful. I was such a dickhead when I was drunk when I was younger. Cause I just, cause I would drink until I did something stupid. And there were so many times. Like I remember once there was a party at this girl called Kerry's house, and I remember I just no memory in the morning. I woke up in a tent in the back garden. <laughs> I had my eyebrows shaved. Um, by this Kerry's brother who'd come in from work, and apparently I was just f just going fucking ballistic around the house, throwing myself down the stairs. Uh, this space hopper that I was just smacking people in the face with, what? full pelt. And there's a video of me f like face down in the garden, and he's just smacking me with the space hopper. See, I don't think I could ever. I don't think I've ever got to that point. Or I, I could really because that that sounds to me like complete loss of control. Like in, yeah. in everything, but I think that's what I was after. But I never, yeah. But I never lose complete control like that, R yeah. where, where where I I'm hitting people. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's weird. I what, wasn't put. It, wasn't, it wasn't an act of violence. Yeah. It's just a, it was just a space opera just bounced off your head. <laughs> I wasn't going around like assaulting people. Yeah, but it's one of those things. Like I would, no matter how drunk I was, yeah, maybe, um, I would be like, I can't do that. I, I don't know. I, I would just be like. You, you're just going to get ridiculed in the morning yeah. about, like, how stupid you were. No. They're, they're obviously, like, I, I can eternal... be drunk enough to make mistakes yeah. and, like, do things where I'm like, God, that was 
that was a bit too confident of yourself there. Yeah. But I don't know. There is a line where I'm like, oh, I just I can't get over myself and, mm. and, and do something. I've never had that internal sort of conversation with myself. I don't think it just sort of gets switched off after a few drinks. I'm just going to drink until I need to go home, I guess. I think mine hypes up, and that's yeah. strange. Because you're more more aware. I, yeah, it's different, but the, the 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 internal monologue it changes, but it's still there because it's like I feel like it's so core to who I am that is just the voice that's always going. Yeah, that, I, I could see that in you. Definitely, you are very analytical with things like that, and I'm a lot more reckless with my thoughts and, yeah. and decision making. I guess. And yeah, but it would change. It would change the the nature of the thoughts. Mm. And I think a lot of I'll, it is is the intensity of the drinking. It's like, yeah, if it's maybe a few casual beers throughout the day, but I, I do remember it always being like just doing whatever we can to get as drunk as we possibly can off of this X amount of alcohol. So it would be just like swigging just out of bottles of vodka, just just pure vodka, just trying to get, not bothering about the taste or socialising while drinking. Really? I'm there, I'm going to get absolutely battered until I've got no more booze and then phew, see what happens for the rest of the night. See, that's crazy because I would... I would like drink in excess because the, of the people there, or like because yeah. it would be a, again a camaraderie thing, a friendship building thing, a memory building thing for us to do something a little bit out of the ordinary and get hammered. Yeah, that that would be my kind of like motive. But to just just be there, not socialise, and just hammer the alcohol. It's yeah. like it's something that you would see like a depressed person doing. Yeah, it was. Like, it was you, do you see what it, I mean? It was a lot to do with anxiety at yeah. parties, and a lot of it was to do with sort of. Oh, I always used to float around friendship groups. I never really had a, a set group of best mates until I was mm. a lot older. Um, and, yeah, it was it was an anxiety thing because of, like, who am I going to talk to? Who am I going to be floating around all night? And then a lot of it will have been a lot of sexual yeah. anxiety as well because yeah. we're going to, like, 15, 16-year-old, and all you can think about is just, oh, we just, just want to just... You know, yeah. I want to yeah. come on your face. Yeah. We can say that. Now we can on this say that. Yeah, I want to um, come everywhere. Yeah, and proceeded to for years. Are you, are you are you happy with coming on a female's face if they like it? Um, I'm, yeah, but I'd rather not. It's it that that is another source of anxiety because mm. when it does happen, I mean, it's I'm sure it's very satisfying for them. But there's no, fe- <laughs> but there's no feeling like I, I don't really. I'm not into the whole. Like I like to be. In control, yeah. I'm, a, I'm, I'm yeah. quite you're, dominatory. You're, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But dominatory. I don't know. It just doesn't like if we're gonna have sex. Mm. I why should the you're building up to that final grand yeah. moment? Why would I then pull out and then just have a wank and then hold it? Yeah, yeah. Because sex is better than wanking. Yeah, that's like cooking ribs and only eating the bone. Oh, you know? I like that metaphor. Yeah. Um, but back to the the house parties. So you're you're putting your trust in alcohol and, and saying this will give me confidence and make me um, better in these anxious situations. Well, for me, when I was experiment- experimenting with alcohol, it was like, uh, I don't, like, this is something that I'm not too sure what it does. Mm. Obviously, I know the, 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 what other people's experiences of it were and have been through, you know, media, but I'm like, mm, okay, I'll, I'll take it slow because I don't want to make a dick out of myself. Yeah. So it's weird that you'd be like, I trust in this. Boom, I'm yeah. down in this to get through it. Whilst me, it's more a bit, a bit more like tentative and going, well, I'll, yeah, I'll try. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm no pussy, but you know, 
I'll try it a little bit, yeah. little bits, little bits, and and see how we go. Which is, I mean, awfully mature for a man of my age. It was. Time. That's very mature. I don't think I had any friends like that. Maybe I did, but I just. I was like, what are you doing, you pussy? Come yeah, on, down yeah. in one, down in one, the whole... But it was probably born, that decision by me was born out of a different type of anxiety. Yeah. Of just like... Of self, wanna... of like sort of what could... Ha- like, yeah. you know what I think? I'm, I'm thinking about what... Uh, what You're thinking what could happen when you're drunk, I'm thinking what could happen when I'm sober. Yeah. Yeah. That's deep chats. That is deep chats. I guess I've sort of continued that. Yeah. I do get, still get shit-faced when I drink. Mm. I don't really have a moderation. With but that you've, sort of you, thing. you've had nights where you've got three pints in and then maybe not by your own choice, but you've, you've been like, oh, I've just got to call it a day now. And yeah. How, but like if I... Like did say, you feel, When that happens, do you are you like, God, I wish I had that extra two pints, yeah. see me to bed sort of thing? Yeah, definitely. And it's like, I know if I, if I go and play golf... And there's a like a nineteenth hole, like a like a clubhouse bar. Mm. If after a game of golf, if it's a full eighteen, I would like to have a pint because I've just been walking for f- five hours, sometimes seven when it's me because I'm fucking dog shit at golf. Even though alcohol actively dehydrates you, yeah. it's mad, isn't it? It is, but it's just the refresh. It's like that. Ah, oh. I have earned this pint, and then it's like, and then as soon as I have that pint and put it down, the headache it's starts like, to come. No, it's like no? I'm, I am. That has. I'm going out, or I'm just going to sit at home and get pissed, because that is just like, oh, that's made all my decisions up for me. Oh. Like, that first sip of the pint, it's just, oh, and then you finish it, and it's like, it's I wish like, I could well, have it. Well, it's yeah. out of my control now. It Can't is. do anything about this, because I've had the first. Yeah. So uh, the only mistake you need to make is the very first sip. Yeah. And then, oh, it's and then all it's like, of a sudden. Oh. And then the... everything in my mind is just like, mm. oh, we could just get the boys over to the pub tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I was supposed to play golf today, actually, this morning, but I'm glad I didn't know because I'd probably be in the pub by now. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. No, but that's, it is funny because that's a funny thing about alcohol as well is that, yeah, it, it gives such an illusion that it's going to hydrate you. And yeah. it's, you know what I mean? Or it's, it has some sort of rejuvenating qualities. Yeah. And I suppose it does in the short term, but then, yeah. Well, that's more of a, a recognising the taste. Mm. And it's not really how it's hydrating you. Otherwise but it just is like... slightly that. In so, like, you yeah. know, the Foster's adverts and stuff like that, you know. Uh, you know, yeah. what was it? Um, not, good call! Yeah. When they're in the, you know, they're on the beach and the only thing that they're hydrating themselves with, eh, it's, it's a Foster's, mate, yeah. you know? Do you know they don't even sell Foster's in Australia? It's brewed in Edinburgh. Really? But, yeah, it's just a marketing gimmick. You go over to Australia and ask for a Foster's, <laughs> they'll fucking just laugh at you. Yeah, it's oh, I've been sold a lie. You have, mate. So that means the two characters aren't actually They're doing not the advert actually from Australia. There. Yeah, no, they're actually both from Edinburgh. No, <laughs> yeah, that's Edinburgh they Seaside. They don't have a, <laughs> they don't have an answering machine, which no. they go. Cheers. Yeah, this just connected to every man with a with a problem with his girlfriend, or every man at a wedding, yeah. every man at their in-laws. But there's no dramas when they're about. No dramas. No. Yeah. Bye, Jeff. No dramas. Badgie smugglers. I remember that one. Yeah. 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 Mm. Foster's is fucking dog shit anyway. Yeah, it's not my favourite. It's the cheap one, though, so it's the one that I always go for. Is it the cheap one? Uh, it it's not the, always it, the cheap one. It is one. in the pint pot. Yeah, in the pint, pint pot. pot. It's £2.60 is the cheap beer. That's not the pub for me. Mm. And you have to drink pints out of a pot as well, which is annoying. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's see, for me, when I have a pint, a pint singular... Yeah. 
usually after that pint, I will get a bit of a headache because I'm not pissed enough for the sort of numbing effects of alcohol yeah. to take place. But then I'm, especially if I haven't drank water before that, then yeah. the dehydration sort of headache comes into play. I do find it very, very interesting how sort of hyper aware you are of how things affect you and how things make you feel and what you need. I really don't have that. Like, I don't really... It's not that I don't, like, get headaches, but I don't really, like, feel that, like, illnesses that much. And, like, I don't pay, I don't feel painkillers affects on me. And I, I wouldn't know, right, oh, I've had three coffees today. That's what's making me feel like this. I'll just think, oh, I feel like shit. But I won't, th- I won't be backtracking over, oh, this is, this is what's caused that. This is what I need to do different next time. I do find it very interesting. I wish I had that extra do, yeah. sort of... Well, obviously not to a point where I, it's driving me crazy, mm. but I would, like a, I would like to know sort of the cause and effect for certain feelings and certain, like, when you wake up and it's... Because obviously you drink the night before you wake up with a hangover. I know that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's always yeah. a good one. Then that works as well. No, but no, it's, it's, it's weird. And I've recognised that in myself. Yeah, because I mean, of course, if I'm questioning everything, exactly. then I, of course I'm going to question the fact that I am questioning everything. Yeah. And do you know? Do you notice that in other people that people aren't just aren't aware? Uh, yeah. is that, does that sort of defy it for you? Yeah, I, I see it all the time. Yeah. but I mean, it's comforting in a way because it's like, oh, sometimes you can. There's a lot of bullshit in the world. Yes. there's a lot of stuff which you really don't need to care about. Uh, so I'm glad I can see the stuff that I really don't need to care about. Like, I don't really need to care about my appearance. Like. People see people every day, and it's it, it's a second of like, I mean, even if you do look bad, it's like, oh, that person looks, mm, that's a weird hat, and then boom, they're just yeah, done with their lives. It. They don't care. So it's like once you can see through veils of shite like yeah. that and go, well, that's great. That takes a weight off because don't yeah. have to care about that. It's pretty blatantly obvious. Um, so there's stuff like that where I'm I'm not getting caught up in the oh, sorry the the fat of of the bullshit the bullshit of life. But then again, there needs to come a point where I just stop analysing and start living yeah. a little bit and just, just being like... Just being a bit more, um, in, in not instinctive, but... Mm. Yeah. Yeah, almost instinctive. More but, spontaneous. Yeah. And just going with something just to see what would happen instead of already trying to plot your route to the end goal. Just be like, oh, well, let's just this is just a fucking new adventure. Let's just see how this chapter unfolds. And that is probably the reason why... Radio has attracted me because I know I need that in myself yeah. a little bit. And this is why I'm starting this podcast when I haven't really got the logo sorted out because I just need to put myself out there and see what happens and trust in myself that I'm going to, you know... Work something out. Yeah, mm. a little bit instead of just going, right, okay, we need to get the, the, the logo sorted right. Cause, so deliberately for this podcast, this morning, just before you called me, I had, I was like, okay, what do I need to do? All right, let's 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 get some sort of topics of conversation we need to do for the first podcast. And then I, and I stopped after the first yeah. time. I was like, no, no. You stop doing that because yeah. you're killing what it is, just the beauty of the moment. Absolutely. And, and then you're, you're not giving it 100% concentration because you're thinking in the back of my mind, right, oh, no, I need to get onto board games next or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. And and that's what I'm trying to take back with this with this podcast a no, little bit. That's a great idea. And, and just make it more honest and... And more in the moment, basically. Yeah. It's sort of and, and if I like... mess up, I mess up, and it's like it does—it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we can say words like boobs, boobs, which we can never get away with on the uh, Fanny, on the old radio. Willie, yeah, um, um, Jacob Rees-Mogg, <laughs> the big twatty penguin. Do you want to talk about that twatty penguin? Uh, not really. No. I've done too much of that f- for 
to fucking. What, what about if I say the words Anne Widdicombe? Oh. oh. She's just. Um, I mean, I could sit here and be really abusive about her, about mm. the way she looks and the way she acts. I'd be no better than her then. What about? But she is just a nasty person. Douglas Carswell? Is that going to tip you over the edge? Douglas Carswell? Oh, scrub up on your politics, mate. He was the first UKIP MP oh, when he it? switched from the Conservatives. Oh, he's got, he's I got didn't quite know a big that. Quig, quig jaw. I'd big probably recognise him if I saw him, but I thought the name you doesn't would. ring a bell at all. Yeah. Oh, um, well. Well, yeah, it's. I, it's not something I'm. I'm honestly now more uh, involved, not involved, but I'm more interested in America now. Not to say that I don't have interest in UK politics, but for this year, knowing there's an election this year, knowing there's already controversy just brewing from every angle, the impeachment, the Iowa shit that's been happening over the last couple of days, and the, the thing with politics is though, and this came to a head at the recent election. Um, where Boris Johnson won an overwhelming majority, it was, it's all, it's. I do find it so interesting because mm. it's it, it's the top level of decision making in yeah. the world. Like it is so interesting. This is the power. This is everything. Yeah. This is this the, is the, the way. This is, they're, they're the government because they govern yeah. our lives. Exactly. They govern everyone's lives. This is the direction for everybody's future. Even the little things that change, they're going to have. Uh, knock-on effects and repercussions yeah. into other spheres. And you might not recognise that, but a little this is in May in a different community mm. have mm. just been just decimate a community. But, and and everything has a ripple effect. I think that's something else that I'm learning. So that that community, think how many people that they'll know outside that community. You know, maybe have a conversation with those people, and then I don't know, maybe bring their mood down, and then they go to the shop and they. Don't say thank you to the to the yeah. shopkeeper, and then he just it consolidates his hating of his job, and everything just goes in cycles, and everything is kind of interconnected. Yeah. But my point was, was that yeah, it's so interesting, and I love just going into the nooks and crannies, mm. and like, oh, why do they think that? And then going into the psychology of these people that are making these decisions, and like. Are they sound mentally? Like they're yeah, but but, it did, but, but like and it's scary in a way. But but the end of my point is, it's really interesting. I like to get in, into the interesting bits. But at the end of the day, I always get depressed by it a little bit. Mm, absolutely, it, it does. There is no, and I guess that's that's sort of part of the news. There is nobody. Nobody wants to click on good news because it's like. I want to like well stuff that angers people gets clicks, doesn't it? It yeah. gets interaction. Oh, definitely. But I mean, just just the, the historically, news mm. is like important stuff and bad stuff, and they're usually hand in hand. But mm. there's never any like really good news. You never hear about like lottery winners on the, on yeah. the unless they've spent all their money on cocaine and prostitutes, and then that'll be front page news. Man busts eighty eight million. No one knew he got the 88 million in the first place. Yeah, and uh, so news will always be depressing because it's just the the. But the I think it has. To, I think it's good that it is, because we're in a point now where people can choose their media, so they can just be surrounded by good news, by pictures of puppies, by, and then they don't have a real sort of perception of the world. Yeah, they don't have and a reason to get involved. But that's damaging because if mm. they don't know about what's going on in the world, then they don't know about the bad things, and then. Then, then you have no, pa you know, things can never change for the good because you're just kept in your little bubble and you're not, yeah. You, well, that is it, it's bubbles. You're not, you're not having a stake in 
what happens in the world because if you don't know about the news then you don't participate in politics because it's like well I don't really know what happens there and it doesn't really affect me anyway yeah. it's like well it definitely definitely does yeah. every every decision every uh, MP you elect locally and uh, <laughs> every vote you cast has an effect on your life undoubtedly absolutely um, but I was um, thinking a couple of weeks back I'd had it on my phone, but my, my phone's gone at the moment. Dare I even go into that subject? Um, but <laughs> I, I noted down how I think everybody should be forced to watch the news. Yeah. J- because... I th- yeah, that's... And I, and I know it depresses people, and then that has butterfly effects into other spheres. If people are depressed, they're not going to be... But there is there are necessary evils in the world, and I think you people have to know what's going on in the world if you... Especially because everything's so in- interconnected. I don't want to sound tinfoil hat, but e- but even even if people did have to watch the news, that is very dependent on the news source. There are different news sources. Oh yeah. And it's like, it's I, I, I don't know. It's it's so scary now. I think if everyone was forced to, if everyone was forced to watch one news program, there'd mm. be hell on. It's just that could never happen. True. But with different news sources. It's still going to be the exact same, just disrepute. But even, I mean, this is kind of like the BBC's level. aim, isn't it? Or the original aim was having like a, 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 a fair funders. and impartial yep. news um, distributing company and a bit of entertainment. And but it would it would be fair mm. and unbiased, and, and and that's the aim. But in reality, I don't know. I mean. Could, could the BBC ever be biased? Is it possible to have an, un, an unbiased um, uh, news broadcaster? Is that even possible? Or with everything, can it be, A, construed as being yeah. um, left-wing or right-wing? Or But if you go, if you see, when you, when you look at criticism of the BBC, say on social media, yeah. you will see a lot of the left-wing people, including myself at times, saying the BBC has been like a, a, a bias propaganda machine almost mm. not a propaganda machine but <clears throat> they were very more heavily um scrutinizing, scrutinizing the, left. the left as opposed to the like the almost more not more serious issues but at- attacking those issues on the right but at the same time people on the right are calling the bbc a left-wing socialism propaganda machine mm. so it's 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 all down to the perception. It, everything's just nothing's going to be black and white, and there's always going to be perceptions of it from either side. And it depends where you stand. So if you are on the far right of politics, yeah. and say you don't believe in um, uh, universal funding of schools, say if you're that extreme, then when the BBC sort of kind of hints that schools are a good things or uh, a thing, or saying, oh, uh, funding has gone down for schools, yeah. Then you kind of go, well, well, that's a little bit, but why are you saying yeah. that they, they've gone you, down? Because yeah, you, know, you, you, you should be debating on whether they're even good at all. Yeah, you know, and and then you just you're saying that you have to have sort of core things that people are interested in, or, or that you everybody kind of accepts. Okay, that's that's worked. That experiment has kind of worked. Schools, I mean. Before we had them, life was severely worse. So yes. that, that experiment that we did on whether schools worked, come on, guys, like, the debate sort of... We need to have schools in some form. Um, so, yeah, that's a point. Um, and then but for left-wing critique of the BBC, where it got me and where I'd started 
really quite analysing it was when I sort of I got quite heavily politicised during the Corbyn era and mm. him getting elected. And in the press, there was the use of the word extreme mm. amongst the, the BBC and saying this uh, man is on the extreme left. And yeah. I, I, was, I took issue with that. Cause it, wait, what is extreme? Extreme has connotations that... An uh, extremist. He more, yeah, he is more than people... <laughs> what he is, he is. He's on the, the fringes. He's the absolute yeah. far end. There is the ex, the extreme mm. is the absolute limit. So he is the what in the group of the most left wing yeah. people with the most left wing ideologies that have ever existed. Yeah, extreme left. And he it, was when really when really it's like he's on he's on the he is further left than most of the Blair. Oh um, God, gotcha. of course. But, I mean, maybe this is a change the BBC need to do. If you're into politics, you know that there is a left and right, yeah. but it's not... It's Really, it's not one axis. Yeah. It's it's two, three yeah. axes, really. So you've got you economically di- left, you've got yep. socially left, and obviously vice versa for the right. Yeah. But those aren't identified in the BBC because that's too complex for people to yeah. understand. You know, and, and this is it. How how far can we go into the nuance of an issue where people are understanding it, but it's not... It's like they need to dress... Blown them away it, or, it's, yeah. it's, it's dressing everything up in hyperbole to make it more wow and, and more sort of... It, it's, it's, not, it's not... They're not trying to divide people, but they're just trying to make it as... You need to. It's, yeah. it's, they're just. It's like almost trying to not trying to create fric, uh, friction, mm. but trying to make it the most spectacular clash it can be mm. between the left and the right. Mm. It is going to be the the hard right and the hard Brexit yeah. and the extreme left. Mm. And the bow. It's like a. It's like robot wars. Yeah, and I think that is that is sort of. Uh, you're right. I think. But that has come from like Parliament in a way, in 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 the terms of the the ways in which opposition leaders or whatever they, they talk to each other. So, for example, PMQs, Prime Minister's questions. Um, the whole way it's set up is uh, you have uh, one party predominantly on one side, and then directly opposite is the other party. Staring it's made for confrontation. That's yeah. it. Staring each other in, in the eye. Um, across a dispatch box, you've got a bit separating yeah. you, and everything everybody's packed in yeah. really close. You've got a referee yeah. in between, literally like a tennis umpire, yeah. going, your turn to shout at them, and yeah. now, now you can shout back. Yeah, and they get up, they've yeah. got all their tribes people behind them, mm. and then they are blasting, the, and with every good point they make, there's a yeah. from their side. It's like a sport, it's, fa- it's so... Ex- when it, when, when, when you the House of Parliament is... F- is it's pretty packed, and there's a hot button topic. There is no better soap opera. Yeah, it is so, and it's so real, and it's so mm. like, oh, and 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 no matter what side you're on, mm. there's going to be someone on your side there, and you're yeah. going to be supporting them, and you're going to be hearing back from the other side where you might not normally hear back, but you're hearing back because you might just agree with the people on Facebook and whatnot, mm. and that might be the time you hear the other side because there's lots of stuff from the. When I watch it sometimes, and there'll be Tories that say stuff, and I'll be like, "Do you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah point. absolutely, yeah." yeah. Um, so, 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 did, is it a good thing in a way that? No, I think, I think arena... it's done in the wrong way. I think it's it's yeah. way it's way too mob mentality. Yeah, it is, and the and the the, the sheer it's very childish at times, mm. and they do, and they're just a little the the very sneer it, 
but doing it dressed over, using the words that you should use, when really they're calling each other dickheads a lot of the time yeah. say, well, you just stop lying. Mm. But they must dress it up as, I believe that the right honourable yeah. gentleman has been disloyal on this topic for... Uh, I think that's right. I think that they should yeah. use parliamentary language because, yeah, yeah you... But it's the way that they use it and the, mm. the, the, the pettiness and the, the back and forth. And then everyone be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, how well can you, how sophisticatedly can you call someone a dickhead? Yeah. Um, yeah, without <laughs> without getting pulled up on it. Yeah. And then when you do that successfully and you go, you know, uh, I don't know, throw a McDonald's pun in there. Yeah. Like, you, you have called someone a dickhead yeah. and, and not focused on the actual topics. Yeah. And but but it, it sounds good. Burko was good at that as well in the the, the, posh, the posh put downs. You are the yeah, most snivelling was... little rascallion <laughs> or this using these long words you never heard before. Yeah, I, I miss Burko. Uh, well, I do, but he was. I when I woke up this morning, he was trending on Twitter oh. uh, because of the bullying allegations. I like but him for the drama. So, that's what I like. Yeah, I, I like him. I, I I do like him, but I do think that this is sort of a. Uh, he hasn't been. Pr- there's been uh, something submitted about him bullying, that they're investigating, but that's an ongoing investigation that's not been sort of proven yet, mm. and it's getting so much more press time than a lot of the actual pressing issues that are yeah. happening right and now. Wh- when is it? Um, when is it uh, innocent until proven guilty? It's like you don't. Re- you're right. You don't really need to cover that until we know. Yeah. Like the allegations being made, but why are you saying the allegations being made? What? What? What are yeah. you trying to... And it's about bullying in a political environment. Admittedly, if it was maybe racially abusing someone or being sexist or, or homophobic, yeah. but if he's bullying someone, you're a, you're a politician in the British Houses of Parliament. Mm. There, there is bullying. Yeah. Have you not watched the thick of it? <laughs> yeah. You know? That's what politics is like. Yeah. Alistair I mean, Campbell was... True. It was, but, but that's, that's what not it was to say it, sh- it shouldn't try and be better in the future. But what I take issue with is when you report an allegation. Yeah. And But 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 the press know that as soon as they report it, people... Pe- will believe what, what, it. There's what, what, so what, much no, no, more no, weight the, to it. The natural thing to question when an allegation has been released is you go, oh, do you think he did it or not? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, this person is guilty, kind of, before yeah. they have been proven guilty. Gu- guilty until proven innocent. But but as you say, there are so many more pressing issues where we know the answer. Yeah, the facts are there, the numbers are yeah. there. But, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So there's, there's uh, issues where we know the answer and therefore are more important on some than something that we don't know the answer to. Yes, by all means, release that story. Yeah. When we know that John Burko has been re- convicted, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is, has been found guilty of... Guilty of bullying in the it. third degree. And shall be hanged at dawn <laughs> in front of the county crown court. Yeah, exactly. But release yeah. it then... Well, I think that's just a, a thing just, that the the fa- there's facts. There's so much more news out there. Yeah, but facts and figures and financial uh, predictions are not juicy. There's no human element to it. It's not yeah. gossip. It's someone's done something wrong. It's human juicy gossip. And there's going to be people who've never liked Burko that be like, finally, right? I fucking told you we were a yeah. dickhead, and they're right. Everyone needs to know this. Whereas someone says the the uh, it'd be the, like the shipping forecast, wouldn't it? Yeah. And the pound down's gone down. <laughs> fucking loads <laughs> since 2016. <laughs> Yes, I think you're right. Because we, when we are, you know, obviously we're doing a, a media degree and what the lecturers keep on saying is, how can you tell a story? Stories are what people want to hear. Mm. Um, 
so yeah, it makes sense that you're trying to find the story and what's emotive instead of what do people need to hear. Yeah. Because I think if you were to just release, kind of like the shipping forecast, you know, the, the, how the pound has gone down, mm. you know, pff, what it's looking like for the economy. I think people would get interested in it because, I mean, probably not now because of the internet and how you can choose everything. Yeah, you choose your news. back in the day, back in the day, when the internet wasn't as prevalent, and if you create, if you release the right media, then people would form around that. Because I do believe that life imitates art. Obviously, art imitates life as well. But life imitates art, especially in the stage of the human race where we're at. Yeah. You know, the this, the the, this, te- the technological generation. It's everywhere. You can't get away from it. No. It's most of our environment. So, yeah. of course, it's going to have a huge effect on how we are. Yeah, we're sat in a room now with hundreds of thousands of pounds worth of equipment, mm. of technology. Yeah. And we're going to be releasing this onto technology for people to listen to on their technology while they use it uh, while, in the background while they're doing some other technology. Yeah. They might have some technology on in the background as well. There's technology in your fridge. Yeah. My mate's got Twitter on his fridge. Has the he? the fuck are you checking Twitter on your fridge for, you dickhead? <laughs> that, that is... That, that that makes no sense whatsoever. It's too much. No, because then it would be on the outside, wouldn't it? So you'd you <laughs> you'd look to go and like get food, it's weird, like, but then you would have to you, by opening the door, then the screen would all would be on the outside of it's your on vision. The, it's on the sense. freezer side where yeah, they okay. it's where like the ice it's above the ice machine. It's yeah. like a touchscreen TV. It's got YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, iPlayer, all that shit on it. But who the fuck's just gonna stand there? Watching I player in the morning with a cup of coffee. Yeah, not sat down, just well. stood up with a back <laughs> on the kitchen worktop. Like, I've got a, f- I'm rich enough to have a, a fucking fridge with a telly in it. Surely you're gonna have a decent telly next to a decent yeah. sofa. That is just a flat. You're, wa- you're watching a fucking, you're watching Top Gear on a on a nine inch fucking low resolution screen on a fridge. Jeremy Clarkson has never looked so little. No, <laughs> no it's it's. I think unless you were um, an ultra minimalist and you were living in a tiny house and you want you were adamant on living in a tiny house and, s- and saving as much space as possible, yeah. then I'd, you know, maybe you'd buy a fridge with a little screen on it. No, nice. because and instead of having the TV, yeah. The point of having the fridge with a screen in it though is because you want an extravagant fridge. It's way too. Oh, big. it's a flex. It's, it's a flex. It's, it's a clear flex, and that's another veil of bullshit in the world which I'm glad I'm not going to sort yeah. of succumb to look at my like, fucking fridge if you're getting yeah if you're getting consumed in buying fridges with like if, if that gets you excited and up in the morning yeah I'm going to tweet from my fridge today let me yeah. just check the family twitter on the fridge as my as the kettle's brewing yeah but Where I mean what, what I was going to say about um, sort of uh, media which is because we're always surrounded by media and everything has got a slant, and I think this is the thing with editing. When you edit something together, you can't make it not have a slant, but that's why I love podcasts yeah. generally because it's just... All it is is a conversation. Yeah, it's a raw audio file. And you can take it or leave it. Mm. And it's like it's not like podcasts claim to be this um, sort of hub of knowledge like it's literally yeah. just a conversation where you know people just chat a lot of shit a lot yeah, of the yeah. time 
So that that's why I love it because I can always take it and leave it and then take the bits that I like, yeah. take the bits that I don't like. I don't have to believe in this wholeheartedly. It's just two different people. Like they're not the same as me. So naturally, I'm not going to believe in everything that they say. Yeah. But like, oh, I, I take that. Oh, I, I resonate with what they've just said. Maybe I'll take that. That's a good way of thinking about it. And then that and then that's another point to why I love podcasts because I'm just soaking up all the knowledge, yeah. especially like. Intelligent people, for one, you know, you're sucking up that intelligence in a way because they're telling they're telling you what you know how they get through the world, and that's that's great because I'm just a bit of a whore for that. Yeah. But then, you know, oh, I, I love old people podcasts sometimes. Somebody that's lived, like li- hearing somebody who has lived a life, you yeah. are you are undoubtedly going to get knowledge from them. In, Absolutely. In, in a way. Because they've seen everything change. That's what I mean. And I, I like that. I like old... That, that's why I like speaking to older people generally. Because usually they don't have the bullshit. The veil yeah. of bullshit. Yeah. They've, um, they've learned now that just, just fucking be yourself. Life's that's it. over now. Exactly. Because the longer time goes on, the more you think... The, the more time that, that leaves you, all of a sudden time becomes more precious. And you get to that point where, why, why, did, it, why did I spend that those two minutes thinking about my hair because yeah. now an extra two minutes with my granddaughters would be the world to me because because time is so um, limited limited and yeah. in, in short supply now so I'm cutting all the bullshit out yeah so I love hearing that because then great I, well if, you know who this person if is. I can if I can figure this out earlier then I'm gonna cut the bullshit out earlier and effectively I'm gonna live a longer life yeah so that's why yeah, that's yeah, why that I like very it. true. So it's sort of cutting out the, the sort of artificial part of life, almost yeah, like just the, the mm. just the sort of the put the wall that you put up, the like putting the makeup on, of life, like the putting the mask on. Yeah, almost. or the stuff that isn't. It is difficult. The worrying it, about. Yeah. Just worrying about shit that doesn't like. Matter. Oh no! Oh, I'm going out with him tonight, but his, his mates are going to join us. I don't know. I don't know who the mates. How am I going to? Spread? Yeah. Just go fucking talk to them. Yeah. They might be See. your mates within five minutes. You don't be sat there fucking checking your phone every two minutes and wondering when they're going to fuck off or like when mm. you're going to be drunk enough to talk to them. I Just think, yeah, them. I think I regularly ask myself the question like, am I going to regret this in a sense? And that's that's difficult <clears throat> to carry around. And I think that's something that I'm starting to push against. You need to. Because, because I can't, you can't, I, I go too far into it and all of a sudden I'm regretting every second that I'm not spending building a profile for deep chats or doing this or doing that. Yeah. So that's why I've got into meditation quite a bit. But I do ask myself sometimes, like, wait, wait, wait. Is your old self going to be like, what the fuck were you doing? Yeah. Why didn't you take that chance? Why didn't you at least try? Like, now time's in such short supply and, uh, you know, I wish I'd have done more in my life. I feel that now, though. I feel there's there's large, large sections of my life where, where looking back, it's just like, you wasted so much time worrying about all this shit. Mm. What's the point? Mm. Like, you could have really done something. Or well, why did you fucking just go down a certain path? It would have been so easy not to, mm. you know? Yeah, and, and, and... That's one of the reasons I'm back at university. Yeah. Because I did look back on my first stint at university, which was just to fucking sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Mm. And it was like, well, you've really had a fucking chance then. That's, and, but then that's what's but do you think it's too late now? No, that's no. why I'm here. This is, but yeah. I, I, 
Was there I a point say, where you were like, oh, I've done the uni thing now. Like, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Should I, I go like, back? I did five years. I didn't know I wanted to come back to university until like, uh, I think it was no, the no, November of the year before we started. So it was only like a, I just I just submit a UCAS application. That was me as well. Yeah. Poorly because I just. Oh, oh did you hear stomach. that on the mic? We've just been interrupted by Christopher Pollard's stomach oh. when it was getting all so deep. I had a Joe Frazier. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Big Al Frazier. He's <laughs> an Italian bloke who works down there. Alan Fraser. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I did a similar thing where yeah, I, I was like, right, I think I, I think I want to do radio. Uh, I think I want to do something like that. So, right, let's just look up um, courses with radio in the title. Okay, Salford. Oh, Media City's there. Oh, right. Um, okay, it's kind of getting a bit late now. And I just need to send this off. And I know I need to do something with this next year uni is quite an easy option mm. so I'm just going to do that because I know my friends have done it I know I'm probably capable of doing yeah. it right I just, I, you've done the, education before you did it yeah you know uh, I mean? uh, yeah exactly and at that point I was quite low and I was like I just need to get out of the situation that I am in right yeah. now where I'm just wasting away doing P- uh, nothing no purpose because I'm thinking uh, but so basically I took a gap year yeah and in that gap year I was like okay in this gap year I will figure out who I am, what I want to do, and then I'll go for it. And I tried, I, I did things, I did like some time at Old Towers, and then I had like a six-month period where I didn't do anything. Yeah. And that is such a long time. It's fucking and awful. And it's so lonely. It's so and... much fun for two weeks. Yeah. And then it's like everyone else is on a different schedule to you when you've got mm. to wait. So you might as well just work in that time because you just fuck all to do during the day. Mm. But what I, I, didn't, I didn't work. No, I, just, I, yeah. I just sat and was like... Six months is the longest I've gone without a job, and I know exactly what you mean. It's just fucking skull crushing. Yeah, exactly. So I was just like, I need to. I had a chat with my sister. She sort of saved me in a sense because she she came over like Ben. I love you, but you know, I've been here before. What what do you 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 need to do something? Like yeah. I'm going to push you because I know this is the best thing for you. Yeah. What do you want to do? And then she just sat at the computer with me and she went through it, and it was. I was just like, yeah, yeah, you're right. I need to get out of this, mm. this, this rut. I, I need to do something. So then I just took a whim coming here. Yeah. And to be honest, it was a gamble. And if I hadn't met you, yeah. I would have dropped out first year. No, oh, cute. Uh, yeah, I do I, understand. And yeah. it's not. I'm not saying I could that. See, no, I could, but I could see that in you in the first year. Yeah, you were very unhappy. I could tell that. And and, and I think that was part and parcel um, due to having such a good sixth form experience mm. like my secondary school life was actually pretty good and yeah. sixth form was great and i had loads of mates and it was all yeah i just had the good camaraderie, and the camaraderie and the laughs we had so many laughs yeah and then from that i kind of there was just a, a steady decline yeah and then i just did you have the expectation that it's going to go straight back up and then you never got to that peak because you never had that group that you were already so aligned with and you were so in sync with and Starting fresh, sort of thing. Yeah, I think yeah, it, that's that's partly. I mean, there's multitude of factors, of course. Yeah, there's so many, but yeah, it, and I, I, think, I, I still don't know whether it's the right decision. You know, I, I'm yeah. still constantly like, mm, maybe, maybe this wasn't. Maybe if I'd have just gone it alone, and I would have found someone like Chris, who yeah. is also brilliant. But you know, there is also brilliant people out there, um, mm. other than you, Chris. Just Thanks, to mate. make that clear. I need reminding. Um, 
so, so so I was thinking, oh, maybe, maybe. But now I'm at a point where, like, you're here now for the next year and a half. Let's let's commit and let's just try and make the best of it. And those are the paths you, you could have gone down. You don't know what they would have been like. So you are here in the present now in this um, universe, in this parallel universe with all the other fucking parallel universes. So just relax. Yeah. But I, I'm so appreciative because it's... Um we're here. It's two. It's two p.m. as we're recording this. If we've not gone down this path, we're not going to be sat in this studio just chatting shit. We'll be having to work. You know, we'd, we'd be yeah. doing documents, or we'd be filing this, or we'd be tightening a screw on this, or whatever. Mm. And yeah, we'd be earning. But look, just look at this fucking place, man. Mm. It's unbelievable. We're media city. I'm so grateful to be here. Because it's just, it is an amazing opportunity. And but I do know what you mean at the yeah. same time. Sometimes it's just like, why the fuck am I back at school? Yeah. And it's like, if it fails, I'm like, am I going to hate myself? So it's just like, why, well, why did you do that? Yeah. But that's, you can't live life like that. You, you I, are, you get, you, you, what happens, happens, and you choose to either enjoy the process or not enjoy the process. Make the best of the process that you could have. Yeah. Well, I've done the dropping out thing once, and I did completely eat myself alive over that yeah. for years. Yeah. Proper years. What was that like, that in-between period? Um, what, the, the in-between universities? Yeah, yeah. It, so it after was, that first was, time you dropped out? It was five years. <sighs> That's such a long time. You changed so much in five years. Yeah, Huge I really did. Though. I needed to, too, as well, because if I'd have gone straight back, I'd have just dropped out again. I was too concerned with... Having a good time and getting off my face. Yeah. Not even having a good time, just sort of doing what I can to uh, to just hide all responsibility for a while. Very scared of um, um, obligation and and stuff like that. And when I, it was just a lot more fun to go out and chase girls and get in a mess and sort of see what happens. Like busting through my student loan in yeah. weeks in the casino. And it's, it's part of you, like and... that was that was bloody fun though when that happened. It, it is now. Yeah. Now now that I'm back here, yeah. there were years where I like um, I, I got with this girl at university as well, and it was, yeah. I was ended up living with her, and she was, uh, went out with her for like three years. Uh-huh. And then when she, when that all finished, that whole chapter sort of concluded. I was like, I'm never, I can't think about university ever again. Like I, I've just buried it away. That was just not a memory. Now that and because I thought right, that's it. That was my chance to do my dream. Mm. And now I'm having a call center. or I'm in the warehouse or whatever. Um, fuck! I completely lost my train of thought. Then, go on. So the the the, the period in between yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the universities. I would, so, so I was like, I wouldn't. They were not memories I would ever have. And if yeah. someone brought it up, I'd be like, oh fucking. But now I'm back at university here. Yeah. And I've and I'm and um the the lad who was integral to that Leeds life. We do look back at. It. I went round to his a few weeks back. Yeah. And it was one of the first times we've really been like, can you remember that time we. We, yeah. uh, we we stayed up Snorted for like three cocaine days. off a midget's bum hole. Not quite at that level. Yeah. But the Queen did it, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. What, they Freddie Mercury? <laughs> yeah, I swear Queen had an infamous cocaine and... Cocaine. Cocaine. <laughs> there's and the... Uh, small people There's the party. class divide. That is. Do you take cocaine? <laughs> Do you Coke, sniff mate. that cocaine in? Coke. 
and a bit of chang. But yeah, so you look back at. Um, I have looked back at. But you look back and you go, at least you've done it, and it's like at least you've seen that. Um, yeah. That the the, the grass is not greener necessarily. It was and so need... formative. Yeah. Unbelievably so. I learned so much. You only learn really through failure, and that was ish, that was the biggest failure of my life so far, mm. and it was rock bottom, and it was the the pit of my health, and it was so broke I wasn't eating for like three days at a time, and then when I managed to like scrounge some money off my girlfriend, I'd like spend it on like MDMA instead of food mm. and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, but now now I've done that, and I've got an opportunity like this where I'm older and I'm wiser. I, I can see that in people that they're going to go down that path mm. um, and I can warn them of that yeah. and I know what it's like and it's and it's there's only one way like you don't start you don't live like that and then maintain a normal life on top of it it is all consuming once it once you get into the thick of it um, so but having done that and being through the thick of it um, I've, I've got a totally different approach to life different view to life yeah. different way I treat people different way I treat money different way that so I make you, connections. when you say it's all consuming, yeah, what's that due to? Is that just is that the partly the drugs that like do get rid of that um, responsibility, that conscience in your mind? Of yeah, what's and going the guilt. on? Yeah, and gets rid of that. Is that why it becomes all consuming, or is it also the social aspect and the, we are making yeah. memories and this is fucking great? We're on top. Like this is what young people are supposed to be doing, sort of thing. Yeah. Absolutely. It's both. It's a, it's a mixture of a lot of things. Mm. And a lot of it is, it gets to a point where that can be your only real source of dopamine. Yeah. And, other, and then and then you take so much of one thing that you wake up the next morning and, and you're paralysed until 2pm and the only way that you think you're going to make yourself feel any better is if you smoke a couple of joints and the mm. night rolls around by and then someone knocks on your uni door and says, oh, there's a flat party over here tonight. Yeah. Oh, where are you going then? You you don't want to drink and but you don't you want to be on the same level as everyone yeah. so you get a, you fucking get another bag or whatever and yeah. then you might end up at someone else's house and you might stay there for two days and it was like just all over Leeds just just I was just going absolutely crazy. Um, see, I think that I will have I can see myself at like forty years old going. Yeah. I never had that. Yeah. Like I never really had that. I was always, and that, I think I'll be like, oh, I just want to try it. I just, mm. want, I'll have a midlife crisis. Yeah. I think I, I can totally see that happening. Yeah. Um, but I, I, my sort of policy on drugs is, I kind of want to, I want to try everything once. Yeah. I think and just see how it is, just to say, you know, I've, not to say I've done it, but just because it interests me. Yeah. To be like, oh, what? How does that how really can change alter me? my mind? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I. I, for me, if I were doing that, if I were, um, you know, never stopped moving, never stopped um, finding something to change me, my my head would just be so scrambled. Yeah. And I, I like the feeling of being in control yeah. and having a clear mind. But if I did too much, I, I don't think I'd be able to keep it up. No. I, I don't know whether that's just how I am because I'm, I'm like, mm. I'm not. I think I'm a sensitive human being. Yeah. When it comes to substances and in a lot of other ways, yeah. so so I think it would just it would scramble my brain too much where I'd fall into a depression way earlier than other people. Right. I the respon the the responsibility conscious yeah, thing in me guilt. is too high, yeah. and I'd I'd be like I can't do this anymore. It's too uh, yeah, but. 
I don't know a point in my life where I would have been like that. Yeah. You know, I, I'm like, you've not, well, really maybe... had the, you've not really had the ease of access or the, the, yeah, right, exactly. the right environment with the right people. Because a lot of that was just, we're all 19. And mm. We've got all these numbers of these drug dealers that have just been given to us outside and let's just do it this one night and then you have a great night and then that's it, everyone's a drug addict. And then I drill down even further into that and I think, okay, why is that? <clears throat> Okay, let's look at childhood because childhood is, you know, all my experience up to this point. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, because drugs weren't readily available, I lived, I live in the countryside. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to get them. So, mm. I have lived almost like eighteen years of my life in a certain headspace with my chemicals, and they've stayed at that point. So that's all I've known. Mm. So. If I were to scramble that too much, it would be so otherworldly yeah. in every aspect. I would literally have a different brain that it. I would be wanting to grasp back onto the to how it used to be. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I've kind of lost my train of thought there. No, as well. no, I do understand. Shouldn't what have you smoked mean. that spliff before I came <laughs> in. Eh? And had that line of cocaine. <laughs> the cocaineum, yes, cocaine you've prescribed for me. <laughs> Well, it's it's all drugs. We're we're balanced. We're, uh, every, yeah. Everything's balanced. My my life is 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 a balance of. I'm not saying, well, I took crack in the morning and I took some LSD to balance it. But it's literally like I can't talk to people unless I've had a couple of coffees. Mm. I don't feel good unless I've had. Well, I don't. It's not. That I don't feel good. I don't feel. I, I feel depressed if I don't have my antidepressants. Yeah. I need my nicotine rush to just so I can have that moment where it's. Almost like I've just just because I've got the cold air blowing in my face and it's just me and that cigarette and I can think and if I and it's just a break it's just a break up of whatever I'm doing and every now and then you just get that synapse that fires off in your brain. Go have a cigarette, treat yourself, um, and it is just a, a, a balance that if you drink too much coffee, you know, drinking too much, smoking too many fags, you feel shit the next day. Um, what are the drugs? Alcohol they, as well. Yeah, they just put, they become crutches in a way. Yeah, definitely. Mm. And it's, I'm, I'm dependent on them. I've had three coffees today, and I've come in drinking a large can of Monster uh, Ultra. And it's just because like, it's got no sugar in it. It's absolutely shagged full of caffeine, yeah. but just because it's got no sugar in it, it's somehow good for me. And it's like every, as you say, everything is a drug in a sense. Everything is a crutch. You know, yeah. it's just, it's just, everything is a coping mechanism for life. Yeah. Because ultimately, we are conscious in this life knowing we're going to die, and that is scary. Mm. So, of course, we're going to try and just do things that, you know, help us just get along and just get through that little bit. But it's just trying to find the, the healthy ones for me mm. and the ones that are, yeah, more wholesome in a way and and, 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 and and don't have that negative side effect too much yeah. and build you up. They make and, you feel better about yourself. Yeah, that's what I'm that's Like what the I'm eating fruit and... Running and exercising. Got a banana with me right now, which I've just dropped banana on the floor. On the floor. Oh. Furry banana. That's two times in two days now I've watched you fur up a banana on a carpet. <sighs> Should I eat it? No. No, I'm go- no, mate, come on. Look at this. This, is, this, is, radio, this is Radio Studio A, mate. There's going to be so many students walking in and out of here every day. There's going to be so many girls who take the shoes off because you know it happens. <laughs> uh, I've just noticed that, that when the carpet's down, a lot of girls will flick the shoes off and just walk around in socks. And I wish never, I could do that as I've well, never, but it's just not a general thing that I've seen. I've seen what, in a house? Do. No, in school, everywhere. There's a girl in the darts club, um, and yeah. she, she's the only girl in the darts club. 
and she rocks up to the pub every week and then just kicks her shoes off and she walks around the pub in socks, like standing in beer puddles and shit like that. Yeah, it's the, the craziest thing the ever. The beer puddles are bad, but what I was about to say is, oh, that's great, like, good for her. Like, she doesn't catch, she's removed yeah. that veil of bullshit, yeah. that layer of, like, you know, if yeah. I want to not wear shoes, then I won't wear shoes. But, yeah, that, maybe she's, not she, that practical. I, I ask her about it, I'm like, I'm like, you're a fucking maniac, why are you doing that? And she's like, oh, well, I just buy shoes from Topshop for three quid. And then if they get fucked, they get fucked, and then I chuck them and get some more. It's not a bad way. Yeah. Not Thanks bad way for that, child workers in India. Oh, God. Anyway, let's not get them to do anything but too yeah, depressing. The good, the good um, crutches that get you through life, yeah. the positive addictions. Mm. So I, during the Christmas period, um, realised that I needed to make changes in my life because where I'm at right, where I was at uh, right then was just not up to my standards. Like, I, you know, I've got a... I've done a year and a half of uni now. I'm halfway through my course, and I'm not... I'm not feeling as good as I, as good as I should be. When I am when I was young and I was like... I think this is also part of the problem. When I'm young and you think about your future and you think, oh, well, it's just it's going to be a, a steady incline. Of yeah, course, because, all the way to success. Yeah, because you get... Oh, you become 16 and then, you know, you start to grow and then you become 18, you get like, alcohol and then, like, all these things are opening up for you. Yeah. And from that sort of, I'd say, like, 10 to... 18, 21 period, you're young enough where you're like, I feel great. And yeah. like, I am feeling physically more developed and everything is coming together, but you haven't got the, the side effects of being old where you're like, oh, my back hurts. Mm. You're in that sort of malleable um, but fit stage. And then you kind of think, well, it's kind of, you know, it's, it, it, the trajectory yeah. is positive yeah. and is in, inclining. So that's what life is going to be like. But, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, but I still believe that it is going to be like that. But there are going to be troughs in between. Yeah. But each time after the trough, I'm going to come higher than I was before. Yeah, it just uh, depends on how hard you work at it, isn't it? Yeah, but that that's where I, that's where my sort of my thinking about life comes. Yeah, I'll have the the, the troughs, but I'll, I'll always be better after. Yeah, because use I'll them be to older motivate, and I'll have more knowledge about it. But then, but then I need to. What I realise now is I need to keep that knowledge, so I need to write down stuff, or else I will forget it. That's why I'm That's annoyed why that I don't have my phone because, yeah. you know, I'm starting to like document. I'm starting to video myself <laughs> and just like give self diaries and be like, you know, this is where you're at now. So then, if I were down in the future, I could look back at that and think, oh, okay, I felt that before. Great, yeah. I'm going to come out of it because you know. I don't have that. In, I don't. I don't really have that. That 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 part in me that that wants that. I don't want to know my feelings. I wouldn't want to reflect on them. Mm. I don't think. I think it might just be because it's just this point in life where it's just been a bit shit recently. But I definitely wouldn't want to document my thoughts and go back to them, and then reflect or like record myself talking about how I'm feeling, even though that's exactly what we're doing right now. But I. I I will struggle to listen to this mm. a lot more than if we did a daft when we do the Daft Radio show. Uh, this is going to be a struggle for me and to And that's part to. of the reason that I felt like I had to do this because when you're, when you're doing something like Deep Chats, the radio show, it is such a two-way thing, like it is both our babies in a sense. Yeah. And to make a good show, you, especially a radio show where you don't have enough time, you have to be having fun for a little bit of it yeah. because I know you're at your best when you're happy. And We're both fun. in our comfort zones but, but in, you, a, in a regard. But yeah, but, but you 
naturally or whatever do not want to talk about that stuff because sometimes I just don't want to and it's unfair on me to put that on you yeah. because it's just because I'm different and I just that's just what naturally where my head goes. Yeah. So, but this that, is the, this is the new thing I'm trying to do with this year. Yeah. I'm trying to be more honest and I know that you wanted to get out with me a lot last year. Mm. Um, I think the whole of deep chats has been just me me thinking that um I don't know at the very start me thinking that I've figured stuff out and then me like oh, why don't you think that why don't you think that mm. That's what, I did this especially when I was young like I thought I could see further than other people and I was like yeah. you're doing stupid things why are you doing that just think of it like this yeah. you know you're an idiot when life is so much more difficult and complex and so yeah you never know what's happening you never in person know. B's head you, d you don't have a clue you, no. you know and there's no right way of living so it's like... there, are, there are wrong ways of living but there's no right way of living yeah I mean it's, it's not it's the, you don't want to be like a heroin addict or anything like that but for, certainly for little things everyone copes with different things in different ways everyone's got different reasons that they do certain things everyone's maybe someone's just having a bad week mm. that's yeah. why they've not given you the flash yeah. when I you don't... tried when you're there and they've passed you in the exactly. car exactly and, and I go you fucking cunt and I like flag them off if they don't. So if I'm in yeah. a bad mood and they don't flash, you give them the I will go. I, I'll try and lock eyes with them. And I'll go, you fucking cunt, and I'll flag them off. They might just be like, a they might old be, lady. Yeah, they're like, they're like, <laughs> child could have died that day. Exactly. And I'm just going, you fucking cunt. Ruthless. And also, it takes it takes so much time to change. Like mm. it takes so much thought and time to do it that it's just arrogant and. And to, 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 to really project that on someone yeah. and go, why aren't you doing this? You're an idiot. It's like, no, no, they just haven't, maybe they just haven't had the time to sort this out yet. Yeah. Because, for example, like the example of, if you are in poverty, why would you think about um, saying please and thank you when you are, you're, all you, the main priority and what you have to consume your time with is getting food on the table. Hmm. You don't have time for that. And you yeah. shouldn't have time for because the main priority is survival. Yeah. So it's 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 like, it's not that these people are idiots. No. It's just like you haven't had the... You're a product uh, of your surroundings. Yeah, you haven't had the time to, to do that yet. And like, neither should you have thought about that. Because it's, no. it's, things take time to change. You can't just expect change to happen overnight. It just doesn't yeah. work like that. It's, it's the assumption that when obviously, no one thinks everyone's on a level playing field, but it's, it's, people definitely don't understand how varied the playing field is until they step out of their own fucking back garden. Exactly, and that's that's something that happened to me in in a way, definitely. Um, or just sort of the, the realization of another perspective, or I mean, I knew they existed. I knew they existed, and but it's different when you're in it, and it's like. When you've upset someone as well because you've not oh, seen, God. yeah, that's yeah. always horrible. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. Me, me upsetting you regularly by just digging and digging and digging you when you're just like me. when you're just like whoa, whoa just let's ha let's have a break for a second. But yeah. I'm I'm still just on it and I'm not um, self-aware enough to but, stop and just be like whoa, whoa, whoa yeah. maybe you're in the wrong band. Maybe you should. Just be quiet for a second. Yeah, I know you're only sometimes just trying to poke the hole in its nest, but it's not like you've upset me because you've made an assumption about me or anything like that, mm. or you've just been a bit uh, a bit callous and a bit careless with your choice of words. I don't right. think that's really ever happened because you are quite because you do articulate what you mean. Yeah. I know what you're always saying, what you mean, 
and it's never like in a nasty fashion. You're always just wanting to get more information out of me or get me to explain something a bit more. Yeah. Or, or sometimes I'm at a point now where I'm like, sometimes maybe I do need to be a bit, a bit of an arse. If I, if I really want a friend to change, maybe yeah. I do need to slap them yeah. and be like, because I don't know what, what works best for them, but I know that I want them to be happier. Yeah. So it's like, right, do I need to... <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, the fir- the very first uh, episode of um, Guppy Dream that you did? Yeah. And you were like, right, it's on tonight. I've got to get everything sorted. Yeah. And at a point, I was like, I was like, which way do I go with this? Do I yeah. say, because I want you to get it on and I want you to do it. Yeah. So I was like, do I go, yeah, you'll do it, mate. Yeah. Or something that is extremely hard. Am I honest with you? And go... Yeah. Dude, that is really fucking hard. Yeah. I don't think you're gonna do it. Yeah. And I remember saying that to you, and I was like, and I knew what reaction that would get. Yeah. So I was like, I don't, I don't think you can do it because, and and part of me was like, yeah, it's a big probability that you're not gonna do it because it's yeah. a very short amount of time to get all this done. Mm. And you did it. Well, so, to a degree, it wasn't it wasn't up to scratch, but yeah, but I wasn't in the right place. I but I remember you yeah. saying after you were like. I'm kind of glad that you said that. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Because you use, you use things like that to motivate you. you the, there is no better driving force than, than anger and revenge. Yeah. And, and it wasn't and revenge. It, yeah. it was, it's petty revenge. It's revenge on a verbal level. Mm. Like, but it's, it's nothing like, I'm going to smack you because you've said that. But it's just like, a, well, let me fucking show you then. And that's why, like, I think, again, as I'm going on, I think, this is why I'm trying to be more honest with mm. people. There's a way of saying things, but I do think honesty, you know, in the right context is is good. And it and to spare people's feelings is helping them possibly in the short term, but in the long term, they're gonna be like, why, why didn't people why didn't someone slap me and tell me to to do this? Mm. Um and I've felt that before. I feel I feel like that quite a lot. So that's why I like to surround myself with with kind of more honest people, people that are well, tell me if I'm like, and I think that's a responsibility of a friend. Like, yeah. if if you're doing something wrong, you've got to tell your your friend mm. that you do that they're doing it because ultimately you want them to be a better person. Yeah, and you're enabling in you're enabling in you're and, enabling yeah. that 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 bad behaviour or that trait. Exactly. So that's what yeah. that's what I'm trying to trying to change. Be more honest, but obviously, yeah, there are time and time and places for for these sort of things. Yeah. Um, and it's the it's the the approach that you take with confronting that. Say someone steals food from your cupboard, yeah. and you don't, and you're like, oh well, I'll just let it go. It's going to happen again. Yes. And if you go up there, going, you fucking stealing my food, you cunt. He's probably going to steal your food again just because he's angry at you now. Yeah. But it's like, mate, oh, could you just ask? Yeah. Or, mate, or you him, go, or you g- just go. Well, wait, I just want to know. Like, I, yeah. I, I genuinely don't care. I just, why? Yeah. I will. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go get some more. But like. Yeah. Why are you yeah. nicking my dairy dunkers? Like, I mean, yeah. I don't. I don't Have you got no like money at the him, moment? Like, is that is yeah. that is that why you're doing it? Yeah. Try and get to the bottom of it. That's weird, though. I've heard a lot of stories about that university. People stealing food and stuff, and and we've had it at our yeah. house a little bit. But it's kind of like God. That's a, that's such a common problem. Yeah, and there are people that are like stealing from the people around them. Yeah. And like either a not being able to tell tell them the real reason that they're doing it. Yeah. You know, maybe there's a uh, a reason they can't help. Or they are just doing it out of like spite. Yeah. Or I mean, there's probably a degree of it which is done in mistake. But well, I remember when I was so at Le- when I was at Leeds University, yeah. I was always getting blamed for stealing people's food. Like in my flat, there was six of us, and um, 
all the time they'd be like, oh, well, it's good. I've asked fucking everyone else, it's got to be fucking you. And I didn't know, and I genuinely did not stay. I am so against that. I really. No, you wouldn't do that. No. Yeah. Um, then my mate told me maybe three years down the line, he's like, oh, yeah, every time you were asleep and I was stoned, I'd just go and raid and just eat everyone's food. And I never pieced it together that it could have been him because I, I was just asleep. That's mad. Crazy. Because every single time. And it was they, me. And he knows that it's him. Yeah, because they can smell. You just... can smell the weed coming from my room. Like, oh, he's definitely just got munchies and he's gone and eat everyone's food. If asked everyone else, they've been like, no, because everyone's been stolen from but me. You know what I mean? So it's That's so it. blatantly. So me. the motive is kind of there. And like, oh, yeah. yeah. So when when this guy said it to you, what, what was your reaction? Well, like you fucking bellend. Yeah. Do you understand the shit I took from that? Yeah. I was persona non grata in that flat. They did not want me in there. Yeah. And that might have been Big the word. reason. Yeah, I like it. Mm. But 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 at, the, at that point, it's like it's so far in the past where I can't really get that angry. No, we laughed because, about it, but I was like, "You but, fucking knob." But it's like, it's. I mean, I shouldn't be happy with you here, no, no matter what time frame has passed. I'm not doing it because I'm not yeah. getting angry because I, I know it's like, well, it's completely done, dusted now, and I don't really know those people yeah. anyway. So it's like, yeah, you besmirched my name. But like, really, part of me, the other part of me is like. I should be really fucking angry with you because were you not conscious at that point? Yeah. Like, and I, I don't just want a, a casual sorry. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, and it's like by me um, not having a go, is that going to mean that you can screw people like that over yeah. in the future and go, actually, no, it's okay because what I'll do is I'll just wait three years. Yeah, until they've they, cut all contact. After they can't care, really care about it and then I'll tell them and then I'll let off Scott free yeah. with doing horrible stuff. Yeah. So it's like I don't know the actual person. Yeah. I don't know his sort of like psychological state. But I just like I just want to be like I just want to shake him and go, "You were in control there." Yeah. Like you can make. I, that, I find this with a lot of people. You you are in control. You have free will. Yeah. Like you can change. Don't back yourself into a corner and say that you can't change. Hmm. Say that everything's open for whatever. Everything's open for my use. Hmm. Ways of thinking, I can use that if it's going to make myself better. So it's like, I'm I'm not going to back myself into a corner and say, I am this person, I am this person. I'm just going to take what's good and then just go with that yeah. because that's going to lead me to the be the best life. Big fat tangent. Yeah. Sorry, mate. That's what this entire thing's been, though. It has. I, I've liked the, the level of honesty, though. Yeah. Um, Feels good to not be... Oh, trying to be weird. <laughs> trying to make everyone laugh. Yeah. Feels good to just sort of get this out. I've got, I'm going to my first therapy session today, so this is going to help out. Yeah? Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Um, yeah, well, I, I did a bit of family trauma last yeah. year. Um, like a few pieces sort of concurrently within a fortnight. Um, but it's all... I'm on the up and up now. I really don't know what I'm going to talk to her about. Yeah, but that's it. I think I'm... it's going to be more deep-seated old shit mm. than, than recent stuff because... The recent stuff's come and gone now. I'm not really like I'm not really sad about it anymore, about like the passings or hospitalizations it's, or yeah. anything like that. I'm just happy you are um, making new healthier habits because that's what, like, that's what I again try and boil it down to. It's kind of a lot of it's just habits and routines. You get into habits and routines and ways of being, and then all of a sudden you are that person. Yeah, it's like. That's why people say, like, I think speak it into existence or 
even if you don't mean it, say it, because eventually that just becomes what you do yeah. and then kind of who you are. Yeah, def- I, I, t- I, like, I, I remember um, I was, um, this is the podcast, I remember smoking DMT once and I was confronted with an overwhelming sense of um, me being, because I was going through quite a bad period at that time. That was like not too long after I dropped out of university, maybe a year after, um, and I and I had a real moment um, where I was just like, I'm just the nastiest person, like I'm a liar. I just had a real meltdown, and I was like, I just need to start being. I'm just gonna, I'm going to make a routine to just start being nicer to people, and not like friends or family, just but interactions, paying for petrol. Um, asking where something is in Morrison's or something, just in, interacting with strangers. And I was like, well, I'm just going to make a conscious effort now to be as bright as I can, smile, hello, eye contact, all that sort Even of stuff. Even if you I would feel it. Yeah, and yeah. I would never do that before, whereas now that is so purely second nature to me now, where I'm always, like, I, I want I, w- I want that positive feedback. Mm. Right, and, yeah, it's weird. You start a routine... Before you know it, that routine is just yeah. who you are. And I've been and doing you've that just been for like the, yeah. six years. And you're just a better person. Yeah. It, yeah, so DMT is dimethyltryptamine. Um, I didn't even know that. I hope that's bloody right. <laughs> um, and it's, uh, it's, it's one of the main chemicals in ayahuasca, which is like this um, sort of tribal drink. I don't really know where it yeah. originates from. It's made from like the bark of a certain tree in the Amazon. Yeah, um, and that is supposed to give you the most insane epiphanies it's um, it's just the, it's, it's the it's the most powerful hallucinogen in, yeah. in the world and it, how long did it last it only lasts about 20 minutes yeah there's a guy called tim who used to make it, it was like a ginger guy mm. he was very strange he was bisexual and he had a crush on me um and i would i would sort of tease that yeah, so I'm just, not. I'm uh, not. I like. I'm not bothered. I'm not homophobic. Yeah, exactly. If anyone's having a bit of gay banter with me, then we yeah, have a bit I, of gay banter. I love it, yeah. Um, so yeah, and then he would just charge us a five or a go. Or sometimes I'd get one if I if I gave him a little peck, he'd give me a free shotty on it. And it, yeah, it's twenty minutes, and it's uh, it was just because I'd I'd sort of toyed with psychedelics before, but I'd not had a big like w- moment where I couldn't handle it. So it's been very surface level sort of tripping whereas that was a because you can have bad trips on, on anything oh, like yeah. that and it's yeah I just I, I want to say it because it's like oh yeah, yeah. It, it's just it's whatever environment you're in if you feel safe you know where the exits are you know that it's all going to be over soon there's somewhere someone there with you that's sober yeah um, then not much can go wrong but if you go into it with like preconceived anxiety and and worries about the effects and thinking, oh, what if I go on a bad end? Chances mm. are you might go on a bad end. Mm. It's about just, well, just letting, letting it take control and just knowing that you will come out the other end. No one's going to die. Mm. No, no, no one's ever died doing DMT. It's not addictive. And it's and it's in every human body. Yeah, and you and once you do it that one time, you're not going to want to do it again that night. You're not going to have a DMT yeah. binge. It's not addictive, but um, and yeah, so it gets released when you die. Yeah, it's like, it's made in. I know it's made in your brain in the sort of formative months or weeks of your life. That's insane. Yeah, it's in like grass and stuff. Really? It's in every living thing. So if you ate enough grass, you'd have a DMT. I trip. don't think so. No. Would you die via some of the chemicals? You'd just be full yeah. of grass like a lawnmower bug. <laughs> Cows are just tripping balls <laughs> all the time. 
No, oh. so but when like when people like think they've seen aliens and stuff, apparently they've just had like a, a premature release of their brain supply of DMT. DMT. When people die and say they've seen the light or they've seen God. Or had a near death experience. Yeah. Did you just say when they die? When they nearly die. Oh, uh, I was gonna say. And yeah, think, when they die and then they come back and say, <laughs> honestly. I might have said that. But when people say, like, yeah, I saw there was a woman. Because so, the thing is, with a DMT trip, you, you can't, if it's an intense one, you're not going to, you, you, you know that what you're seeing is the most beautiful, un, undescribable thing ever. And then you sort of forget about it. Mm. But I do distinctly remember one of the first times I did it, there was like this woman, like a stone woman. And she was sat on top of this fucking huge wall mm. uh, that was all like uh, wooden like cogs that were all turning and fitting and, and all this sort of stuff. And and if I had not... In immense detail as well. And the, 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 colours I've not seen before, shapes I've not seen before. If I had not, if I wasn't wary of the fact that 30 seconds ago I'd smoked something to have this effect, mm. if I'd been hit by a car... And then I saw that. that. I'm believing in God. Yeah. I've been to the gates of heaven. Yeah. And I spoke to the fucking guy in charge yeah. to let me through the gates. And then I've come back. And now I believe in heaven. I believe in God. It's it's weird because um, I lis- I've listened to like stories uh, about DMT and podcasts and stuff. And um, there is a, a talk of um, like a unified... There are things that... There are trends is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, well, in terms of visuals that most people see, so yeah. this mother type figure telling you what to do. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, if you look at DMT art, um, what's that? Sorry, DMT art. So just art, uh, art, art related oh, to DMT. Right. A lot of the time, there are like, I mean, the visuals which most people get, and it's like. I can't really describe like it. It's, fra- it's almost like, like an optical illusion. Yeah, like, of like fractals and the yes. curves and stuff like that. You'd yeah. have to look it up if you'd want to yeah. see. Um, and that, that's really interesting because then you then you chime in stuff like, like phrases like Mother Nature came to mind when you mm. said that. And if people are having these yeah. um, visions of this, there being this ma- uh, matriarchal figure mm. um, that is telling you what to do, it's like, that makes sense because, well, how did that phrase Mother Nature come about? Like, it seems a too... Two random things to put together a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. And well, then why mother? Like you know, mm. and then you can go deeper, deeper into that and think about religion. And when you talk about you know how you saw God, yeah, it like, was like was a... religion birthed by some this this chemical? And then if it was, yeah, why do we have to have this chemical on Earth in the first place? Mm. Why does it exist? And then you do go just by the proof of it existing and it giving these feelings of God, does that mean there is a God? Because yeah. somebody put it on the planet, didn't it? It's crazy. Or is that just manifesting in everyone's heads because they expect that when they trip, they may see this crazy um, higher power sort of thing. Pot- potentially, but I think, but I no, think, I think people do true. see the same things without it, even without oh, yeah. that, that knowledge. I, I know for a fact a lot of it was t- tunnels. That was a word that came up a lot when, when we used to do it at Phil's <laughs> house. Oh, I should have said Hey, go on, <laughs> we can do a bait. Um, it was actually, the street he lived on was actually called High Road. <laughs> I swear to God. Meant uh, to be. And, uh, and yeah, and there was a lot of tunnels and really thick, warm lines mm. outlining these crazy colours. And it was so like, they looked so soft and and just, oh, it, it's the crazy, it's, it's so, so 
mind-blowingly undescribable. And, it's beyond words. And like you're looking, you're typing like the DMT art or the trippy art, and you sort of get a feel for it. But when you're actually moving through these this scenery, and it's and it's always adapting in front of you, and it, 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 it's like one of them things where I I, I remember the first time I did it. Um, I we went on the talk to Frank website to look it up, and they were saying it's the most illegal yeah. sort of show. And then one of the negative, there were very few little side effects, if not one bad side effect, that said um, you'll be thinking about your trip for like the next two weeks. It will be sort yeah. of all you can think about, and it is so true because yeah. it just shattered my perception of everything else. Like where I was thinking, like, like that all happened in my head, and I'd, n- I'd never had an experience where something was so powerful and so immersive that I had to close my eyes and enjoy it because I'm very busy and I'm very yes, sort of and just to sit there for 20 minutes and just be like just transported to this absolute alien land of alien landscapes and textures and and sound not not sounds because it's not an ordeal thing it's, it's it's all visual you can still you can talk to someone while you're at the peak of the trip you can be chatting about what you're seeing but it's too overwhelming to even consider it you yeah. can be I used to just sit there and just go oh my god Oh my God, that's all I could say. And then after about 15 minutes, you can open your eyes when it's not as intense and the effects are still there and they'll be imprinted on everything you're seeing. So we'd go and like lay in the back garden and we'd all be staring at this tree that was hanging over. And then almost at the same time, like a, like a gust of wind had catching it, it'd bend over and we'd all go, oh! Yeah. And like, we all like thought like, bit, like yeah. hands and arms had grown out of it and were coming down. It was like a giant spider. And... Um, uh, it just and, and and that stays with you for like another 10, 15 minutes. Do you wish you'd done it at a different point in your life, or do you think at that moment that was the right time to do it? That yeah, I think that was. My, I would have been a lot more anxious um, at a later point mm. because that was when I was at my peak of not really giving a fuck about my body mm. or my health or. All, all I wanted to do was just part. I just left uni. I've got a job. I'm getting paid. I've got a grand and a half in my bank to spunk every month on whatever I want. And it was like, all right, it's just a free for. We'll get to. We'll get to Phil's house. We'll just. He had. Um, he had a, a drum kit, a piano, uh, electric guitar, a bass, um, a, an acoustic, a ukulele, like a xylophone. And we'd go around there on like Friday nights, get it all set up through a garage band. There'd be like 15, 20 people there and we would just jam all night, just recording these things. These are on SoundCloud still. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and and it would just be a, dr- if you weren't playing instruments, you were there to take drugs and listen to the instruments. Yeah. So there'd be just this ragtag group. And they are actually trying to get back together for a jam night soon for the first time in about six Holy years. Smoke. It's weird we're having this conversation. But it was such a reckless abandon of, of, of what you should be doing. It was just a, this is the place, this room is where we let out all of our our pent up frustration. We all just yeah. take whatever. So doing it in that environment was good because everyone was on this level playing field. Everyone wanted, everyone was going through the same shit. I had the same sort Whereas of Whereas if thing. it was you and me and we'd, I'd never done it before and we were just sort of sat in like my kitchen or whatever, yeah. I'd be very anxious about it, I think. I want someone that, because people were there who'd already done it before, so yeah. they were very reassuring. People who had not done it before, so I was having the same experience as them. <laughs> It was like the perfect, the perfect scenario. Uh, scenario. Yeah, yeah. All the all the conditions matched up well, and um, it was a lot of fun. When you came out of it, um, what was your first thought? When you when you fully were like, oh, it's gone now. Yeah. Like, do you remember that moment? Yeah, I remember the unbelievable sort of clarity of 
because there's it's no it's not like not like a hangover or something. So you've done the intense bit. You've got your eyes closed. You open your eyes again. You've got that sort of imprint on reality for like another ten minutes. And then literally, it's like boom, gone. Gone. And then you are completely as you were beforehand. <sighs> Um, uh, just chatting away, absolutely clean-minded. Just Liam Gallagher. It's crazy. As you were. Yeah. Wow. And and then you're just back to reality, and it's... You're not like... Because they're not addictive. You're not like, oh, I wish I was back in that DMT realm. Yeah. You know, as soon as you're back, you're like, oh... Oh, no, I remember feeling like, I, I can't wait to do that again. Really? Yeah. Okay. But so... it's not it's not addictive in the... I need, I need to do that again. I need to get back uh, there. It was just like, like a, holy shit! That was that was the single greatest thing I've ever done, yeah. uh, and I would like to do it again. That but was more powerful. But I was never just like, ever. oh, yeah. really could do with a DMT night tonight. It's not something I crave or require, but it was like a like that that is beyond any comprehension or explanation. It's it is in an absolute category of its own. Mm. Of any activity or thing I've ever done, that is like in the, you know, the Top Gear cool wall. Yeah. That was in the fucking ice uh, cool. That, no, that was in the little fridge they put the Aston Martin Vanquish yeah. in. What What do they call that? Soup. Uh, ice. Sub Zero. Uh, Sub Zero. No. no, yeah, no. it was past Sub Zero. Sub Zero. Yeah. Into the Into the fridge. <laughs> yeah. that was just... so, so, so you said that um, you changed by being nicer to people generally. Yeah. Was there anything else that you noticed after the trip where you were like... I, yeah. Was there any ways of thinking about the world or not, your own bubble? Not that then, much. Yeah. I, I didn't really have the a, a dose because I, I was still quite anxious about it. I was yeah. excited to try it, but I didn't ever want to get to a level where it would be one of those absolute ego death moments mm. like you are i was confronted with i was sort of locked in a, in a sort of a bad place in my mind sort of trying to wrestle these problems but it wasn't like an absolute separation where it, it changes my life mm. it just made me think oh i'm a bit of a prick there's no need for this but there's, there was no actual other concrete like i need to start like this is because there's people who have done it and been like I did it once and I never smoked a cigarette again. Or I did it once and yeah. I never t touched a drink again. And, and it was never on that level. Mm. It was just a, like, I might have just been, I, I might have just been rude to someone that day and it just manifested in my mind. Mm. But I do really remember that being the takeaway from it that you are just nasty to people that you don't even know, you don't consider other people's perspectives. Because that was one of my big problems. Do you. Would you want to do it again? Or do you think, yeah. I, I I did it and I kind of survived it and... No, I'd like to do it again, but once. Yes. Just once so more. I can see how it's different, like the different mindset that I've got now. And it's not, it's there's no, there's not loads of drugs underlying it as well. Mm. It would be a lot more clean experience. And just to see if it can give me just another little bit of clarity on something in my life. Because I'm asking a lot of questions about myself recently, and I'm not happy with the way my brain is is working. It is it, I, my approach to everything is totally wrong, um, and it might be that one thing that just gives me like a bit of a bit of clarity on a certain section in life. And not to forget, it's 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 so much fun, <laughs> and it's a mind blowing experience. And like everyone talks about like the, the spiritual side of it and yeah. the oh yeah, I want to unlock this higher thing. But in reality, it's 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 fun. 
Yeah. That's however, the jokes however, are pe- fun. But it's fun for you because there are people out there where it wouldn't be fun. Like it would be, it would be first yeah. terrifying. Like yeah. there are people that have had those experiences as well. Oh yeah. And then, and then maybe it becomes a bit more fun yeah. on the way out. But that is part of it. Yeah. Part, having a like, having a an ego death, as they call it, or a horrible experience. It's like it makes. Oh, that's, it that's makes, they're two separate things. Yeah. Uh, like a, you can have a horrible trip where you just get very sweaty and anxious and everything, and you don't like the the feeling it's given you. But ego death is 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 an absolute separation uh, of, of it's when you've taken a really large dose. You can have a bad trip just off a small dose, if you know what I mean. Mm. But that is when you are paralysed with with sort of fear of your yeah. of. of and, and that's when people can never come out of it. Like people, when people have had an ego death. They may, they, they, there's people who mental institutions because because of that. And you can never come back round from that sometimes. And that's an absolute, uh, an absolute um, dissection mirror, mirror to the soul. Yeah, a yeah. Di- yeah, a dissection of all aspects. But what I'm saying is, say if you have a bad trip or if you have a, a, an ego death, mm. they're, they're two separate things, yeah. obviously. But what I'm saying is. Um, it's like, it's kind of like when you're ill in a sense, yeah. like on a very small scale. Obviously, when you're ill, and then you become not ill, yeah, you realise how great life is not being ill. Yeah. So it's like by having the bad, yeah, you therefore now appreciate the good yeah. again. Maybe having a, a low level bad trip, yeah, then you go fuck me. I can I can I'm not seeing like my face melting yeah. uh, and anymore. It's like, That's I, good. I quite like that. Yeah, and I um, know that, I'm, I'm glad that I know that I don't like that. Mm. I'm not going to want to do that again now. I'm not going to have that anxiety to to feel the pressure or to, to go through life always constantly wondering, what well, I wonder what that would have been like. Maybe I could have done that. It can, it can be, because I've, I've done drugs before. I've really not enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, uh, at the same time, I've been sort of like, well, now I know. I know. That's, that's yeah. another. And I could be put in a position later on where it's a bit more of a high press situation, or maybe I've had a few more drinks before and someone offers it. I could take it and have a really, really bad time. Yes. And I know now that that's off menu. Um, speaking of a bad time, we hope that you guys haven't had a bad time here. Oh, yeah. I think we should wrap it up. I think we should because I really need a wee. I am desperate for a wee. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, thanks for listening if you've got all the way to the end. I feel like this was a good first step, mate. It's what I want it to be. I want yeah. it to be honest. Really enjoyed it. Um, but just try and be funnier next time. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, yeah, cheers for joining us. See you later. Thank you. Nice one, mate. Nice. You like that? Okay, <laughs> you like that, didn't you? Come on. Uh, it's in the bag. No, that it's was in the bag. And you're going to listen to this regularly.